News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Almost one in 10 adolescent girls have taken diet pills in the past year. That is according to international research published in JAMA, which is a major medical journal. And Sarah Keo, dietitian at eatwell.ie, joins us. Sarah, this is an international study, but it's based on huge numbers. Would you think that this would be reflective of what's going on here in Ireland as well? Probably. I mean, we don't have data in Ireland. Probably the last study that looked at this was in 2014, but um, I'd say this does reflect it. Now, this particular study looked at studies on diet pills over the last 40 years. So it's looking over kind of quite a long period, but we are seeing fairly consistently um, adolescents, but boys and girls. So one in 10 girls, one in 20 boys using diet pills um, in this study. But it would be reflected in practice that dietitians are seeing certainly at the moment in Ireland. Extremely worrying. And and you would imagine in most cases, you'd hope in a a way in most cases, their parents didn't know they were doing this because this is not something you would want your children to do. So is this a covert thing? Are they getting them online or or how are they accessing these things? Well, you can walk into most pharmacies and most health food shops and buy some form of product that is talking about weight loss. Um, You know, I had a a quick look yesterday when over this in terms of just health food shops in Dublin and in pharmacies that there were all kinds of products that talk about appetite control, fat burner, um, you know, all of these things. Most of them are based on fibre because you can have a legal claim about some specific types of fibre helping to, they're kind of bulking agents, so they help you to eat a little bit less. But that's pretty much all they're doing. You know, you can kind of eat some fibre in other foods that will do the same thing. So they're very readily available, very readily accessible. And certainly my experience is parents will see them and go, will that actually help my child? And, you know, what we are seeing is an increase in weight, let's face it, in everybody across the population. So sometimes particularly teenagers are looking for ways to lose it. And, you know, people just don't think of going to see a registered dietitian who'd actually be able to take them through a programme that's set up to make sure eating disorder doesn't happen. Yeah, and that's one uh, of the healthy problems. eating. I mean, you know that, I mean? That, isn't that the, that's the concern that, that if they start a pattern of disordered eating uh, yeah. back in their teens, that that can set them up for life with, with disordered eating. And what you really want is for people to have a healthy relationship with food. With food. And the thing with the dietitian, they're not going to just sit down and do healthy eating because the idea is that, you know, the dietitian is going to hand you a diet sheet. But dietitians are trained in behaviour change. They're really looking at the individual. What's the motivation? What's the actual problem there? And, you know, adjusting it around the person that it's very individual. And it works very well. There's some fabulous dietitians working in eating disorders um, in Ireland. That And, it, you know, the thing is that nearly say don't wait because sometimes people don't want to talk to teenagers about weight, which is fair enough. But if the teenager well, is looking afraid, for help... Well, they're afraid, aren't they? Par- parents, yes. I mean, there'd be parents yeah. listening this morning Absolutely. who might have a teenager yeah. they're worried is a little bit overweight and yeah. they're going, I don't know how to say it. Well, I mean, the thing as well is that we have to be careful not to jump on every little bit of a bit of weight on someone as being a crisis yeah. because it's not. You know, I think our society, we're very focused on being too kind of been very slim as well and there's a lot of, like there's a difference between someone you know not being thin and someone actually being at a point where maybe their weight is impacting their health I don't know if you saw another study during the week showing that like quite obesity in teenagers is predicting kidney problems in their late 20s so it is something that if someone has substantial weight okay. to have a look at but as I said I don't think we you know I think we're too precious about how thin people have to be and I think boys and girls now are very body conscious even in a way they might have been 20-30 years ago mm. I, I know, Sarah, that, that you're, you're quite right. We're all putting on as a society more weight and we're, we're more obese and more overweight than we've ever been. But among cohorts, teenagers are probably 
one of the thinner cohorts, you know, than, yes. than, than middle-aged mm. people or even than, than younger kids because they tend to have that stretch in their early teens that, that tends mm. to, to, to mitigate against, against weight gain and things like that. So, so the fact that they're taking these things, is there an element that, that fat shaming and fat phobia and those types of things are very prevalent in that group? We know esteem, self-esteem, people often struggle in their, team, in their teens with that they often struggle to fit in. They have, everybody wants to be the same. Nobody wants to be mm. different. Is that part of what's feeding into this, if you excuse the it's, pun? Pretty much. I mean, but the thing is, it's not just teenagers. How did we talk about food over Christmas? Oh, I was really bad over Christmas. Oh, I put on loads of weight over Christmas. Oh, I'm going to be good in January. I'm going to lose weight. And we have this conversation in front of children from birth. Kids, you know, I had to ban diet talk in my house. Just don't come in here and say, oh, have you lost weight? You look great. You've lost weight. Have you put on a bit of weight? You probably need, you know, we talk about it constantly and children are hearing this. We see children aged five body checking you know, to see, am I fat? And it's and the conversation we of, have all the time. So how do we combat that? If, if that's how we all talk, how, how do we, how do we stop? Stop. Do we just stop? Just stop, pretty much. You know, you see, I'm seeing lovely things turning up on Instagram at the moment where they're kind of saying, you know, let's not greet someone with a comment on their appearance. You know, let's talk about anything else with them, particularly girls. You know, if you see how we talk to boys versus how we talk to girls, when we see little girls, oh, aren't you pretty? Isn't your dress lovely? Isn't it really? The whole thing is is focused on how they look. And I think it's a little later for boys where they get into this idea of having this ripped body and these abs yeah. and all this that we're starting to see. But girls, particularly from a very young age, their appearance is the only thing co- someone comments on. But with boys, they'll talk about being strong. They'll talk yeah, about being hard, healthy hard and healthy. Hardwired like uh, we are to do. Just, just lastly, coming back to diet pills, some of them are based on fibre and available in obviously health food shops and pharmacists, etc. But some of them are actually quite dangerous and are based on yeah. on things that speed up your metabolism and caffeine and things that elevate your heart rate and all sorts of things. Like people do need to have their wits about them, young people or their parents when, when, when going down the road of, of diet supplements, don't they? Well, definitely. I mean, the caffeine ones would be some of the most common ones that are marketed as um, sort of diet pills. And certainly, particularly from this study, they were saying like looking at adolescents being admitted to hospitals in the US with extremely high heart rates because they've been taking these weight loss pills, which are basically caffeine pills. And can I say they don't help you lose weight? Like this is one of the things with these pills is you're going to take them, but effectively they're going to make very little difference. Um, You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, we know we have some specific treatments around weight that are very effective, but they're on prescription. So teenagers are not accessing those. What they are accessing is things that are basically diet pills or pills that have different kinds of fibres in them um, or you know, things like so apple cider vinegar. And, yes. and, and, uh, Potentially dangerous. And, and, and possibly dangerous. Look, thank you very much as ever for that very sensible advice. That is Sarah Keogh, their dietitian at eatwell.ie. One in 10 is a lot, guys. One in 10 is, is if it's not your kids, it's your kids' friends. Um, Are people aware of this? Are people sort of signing up to this themselves with their kids? I'd love to know what people make of it. I think it's actually quite worrying. But anyway, let us know. 087 106 is the WhatsApp. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. On News Talk.